Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting live from the old shack. Turn off all the lights now. This show can only be heard in the dark. This is Night Owls Radio with your hostess. my way through and out of white marble coffin and ooh is it cold marble coffin oh, hard getting out of the coffin this week yet again oh don't you appreciate me to bring you here to me and here to me another nightmare Another nightmare, soliloquy. Night Owls Radio. The first and only female horror hostess of Blog Talk Radio. And you better get that right. Give me my due credit. Now, we are coming up from the depths. This week, Alan, we really are coming up from the depths. So, as a result of coming up from the depths this week, which I will explain why in just a second, we have a film I bet you've never swam your way towards. Ooh, I bet you've never seen this double feature. This Corman double feature of Up from the Depths. Ooh. Your vacation may be over. Spring break! Celebrate it with me by watching Up From the Depths from, I believe, 1975 by Roger Corman. There might be some of you out there that don't even know who Roger Corman is. Shame, shame, shame on you. But, of course, there was one time where I didn't know who he was either. Makes really low-budget horror films. And Up From the Depths also for our friend, the filmmaker, horror filmmaker, horror and sci-fi expert himself, who recently went through some very serious human surgery. You know who you are, and you've been a supporter of Night Owls Radio since its inception in 2008. I know! So we're giving the show you and next week we're doing a special show for him of course for one of his favorite films for one of our listeners Suspiria because Miss X that's the name of the film Suspiria because Miss X knows what operations are like oh you crazy crazy humans I'm in pain right now cramping 
so much to get to in my little segment and so little time. So without any further talking from the mysterious Miss X. Oh, what do I hold here in my hand? Ladies and gentlemen, it's a... Hear the paper rustling? Wacky story of the week. And I will get to that first because I think there's a few of them. First of all, there is true. I put this on F book on Radio Miss X. You have to go to Radio Miss X. Enter that in your search engine. I've told you a million times. Million times now to like with thumbs up. Thumbs up, Miss X. To give thumbs up to the page on F-Book called Radio Miss X. And you're not doing it. You just haven't done it. Throw a tantrum and stamp our feet here in the old wooden shack. Because you just haven't liked the page. Now, I guess that means you just don't like the show. It's true that there was no heat for 12 hours in the old wooden shack. No heat an electrical outage from the whooshing wind. Oh, there were 50 mile per hour winds, snow. So there really was a power outage. And my little, you know, I was laying in bed out of the coffin. And my whole little tip of my nose started to feel so cold, so cold it felt. Took me that long to realize that the heat wasn't on. <laughs> oh, man. One of the wacky stories of this week is first the Prater or Prater, Prater Willie syndrome. If you have the Prater Willie syndrome, oh, I bet you don't even know what the Prater Willie syndrome is, do you? I'm going to teach you right now. Science people, not science fiction, actual science. It's an insatiable craving for food. Oh, well, you know the show is for the moon, the dateless, the moon. But Prater Willie syndrome is where you just cannot stop eating. I mean, food has to be kept away from you. This is an actual weird paranormia supernatural oddity. Another just weird oddity of you humans in the Prater Willie syndrome. Prater Willie syndrome. You have constant food cravings. Food becomes the center of everything. And of course, of course, I did tell you that I was going to do dinosaur. I promised you dinosaur treks tonight, didn't I? Well, didn't I? Since I promised dinosaur treks, I have to tell you all about the latest findings of dinosaur treks. Even though this story is like five years old, five and a half years old, something like that. But it's so fun. Oh, it's still fun, isn't it? When you're out in the backyard of NASA at one of the NASA sites, and I don't want to say NASA offices, NASA sites, and you find some dinosaur tracks, only you humans love us exactly what happened at one of the NASA sites, which shall remain nameless. This man was out, you know, he's, he's actually an expert. There are such people. The things I learned doing this show, the things you learn at Night Owls Radio, I learned that there are people that are actual dinosaur experts, and they aren't, like, looking for the fairies at the base of the trees. Have you done that lately? Have you been in the woods? And like I told you, too, and have you looked at the base of the trees for the fairies? Look for the fairies at the base of the trees. You can't say that they're not there. 
that they're not, or that they don't exist, because I bet you hardly ever look at the base of trees, do you? Mm-hmm. Think about it. Just think about it. But he's the dinosaur expert, this man, and he found, he was looking at this rock, and he thought, oh, that's an interesting-looking rock formation. So he went a little closer. I, I still would like to know what was interesting about it from a distance, but whatever. The story says... So the story goes, so the story goes that the rock formation looks interesting to him. So he goes closer and he sees that it, this rock has actual dinosaur tracks in it. Now, I guess he knows that they're dinosaur tracks because he's dinosaur expert man. Because most people wouldn't know, would you? The difference between a hundred million year old dinosaur tracks and just like some scratchings or or like a bird or an animal or claws that made this inside of this rock? Well, it wasn't. It turns out that it's dinosaur tracks that are considered to be over 100 million years old. Ooh, wow. Yes, that's right. So, as big as tanks. Some of these markings uh, were made by dinosaurs that this man believes were as big as tanks, exclamation point. Others were made by animals that were about the size of a squirrel. Apparently, there were like 70 different creatures who all left their mark, literally, or their tracks in this rock. That's the dinosaur tracks. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Let's sit around and think about how you would figure out that something is millions of years old. How do you figure that? How do you even begin? What do you like go from one to 100 million? Now, I also told you, did I not, that tonight, tonight was just another bee movie night. Get it? Bees movie. <laughs> it's a movie night all about bees. Ooh, it's getting on to summertime. Let's hope even though it's only March, and it's your spring break week. It's Miss X's spring break. Not only are we swimming up in the ocean from the depths, in the film Up from the Depths, horror movie, but we also have... <coughs> oh! I told you about choking through those white cobwebs. I'm not kidding. We also have 1978 Terror from the Sky, or is it Terror Out of the Sky or In the Sky? Out of the sky. You know, I, I didn't know it was about bees, but it is, and it's starring Ike Eisenman himself. We were great kids in the 70s. i got to figure out how old Ike is doing, because in this 1978 film, the woman comes up and says, No, Colonel, your son took care of me. I know, because we were great kids in the 70s. The 70s and early 80s kids rocked. We rocked. We were just like adults. They just ask Ike Eisenman. He was in this film, which was actually a sequel horror bee movie. Get it? All about bees. It's all about African bees. Maybe it's the same strain of bees in the 1978 horror film. Well, as you probably know, or maybe you don't know, but if you're a listener to this show, Night Owls Radio, you do know, and it's very likely that you know, that the 1970s... Oh, my. That decade was filled with nature horror films. Nature gone crazy. 
it was all about nature gone crazy. You know, you had that one film about the animals going nuts, you know, which made us all scared to go out and look at birds and hawks. You know, if a hawk was giving you a dirty look and staring at you and lowering its head, you got scared after seeing this movie because you know, all the birds attack people. And, and then, of course, you know, the dogs and all the other animals go nuts. Uh, uh, like that. You know, and it's all about, you know, the atmosphere creating this and these, right? Well, when I was a little kid, and if you were a little kid in the 70s, these B-movies of the bees gone nuts really were scary because these films presented all these supposed facts about the strain of bees that was coming into America from Africa, and they were going nuts. And in the first film, 1976, Savage Bees, that's the title of the film, Savage Bees, Savage Bees. These bees seem to love to attack, not humans like you would think, but vehicles. In the first film, Savage Bees, they attack a Volkswagen, and they just cluster onto the Volkswagen while the woman's trying to get away, and she's sitting in her Volkswagen, and she's just taking a trip, taking a trip one day, and the bees just come up to her. The second film, which had, I believe, Ephraim Zimbalist Jr. in it, where he has to brush all the bees off of himself and wear this white tank suit. Oh, and remember, when I broadcast worldwide here on Night Out, I turn to the north, to the south, to the west, and to the east. My darling, darling, darlings who listen to the show. And right now we have the most listeners in... Oh, see, if you don't write it down, you won't remember. India or Spain? No, I think it's Spain-Portugal area. We have the most biggest percentage of listeners. Thank you. Ooh, I love you. And don't forget to watch The Savage Bees. Well, first you have to watch The Savage Bees. That's the first film. The second one is 1978's Terror from Out of the Sky, or It Came from Out of the Sky, or, you know, these films go by a million different titles, so whatever. But it's all about these geese from Africa, and in the second one, they attack a bus. And all the Boy Scouts are in the bus, headed by Ike Eisenman himself. It's getting hot in the bus and sweaty because they can't open the windows because all the bees are clustered all over, and they make that noise to the whole thing. Oh, it's really horrific scenes in it. You know, that's just so horrific. That's enough for this week. It's enough about the crazy bees. But, boy, you'll be scared to go outside and look at the flowers, and you'll be running from the bees. Believe me, I was. For real. I was. After watching those two movies, go to imdb.com. Enter the title Savage Bees at IMDB, and you can see the cute little poster from 1976 all by yourself. And until next time, remember what I always tell you in the words of She Beast. You know that movie, She Beast? I'll be back. I said, I'll be back. And happy screams. Thanks for listening.